Welcome, I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. I will share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. So if you are ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. All right, this week we're going to take on that adage that says that you are the five people you spend the most time with. Um, And I don't know, maybe it's not that old of an adage, but it definitely is something I've been seeing for many, many years. And at first I remember hearing it and being sort of I don't know, like offended or maybe just defensive or contrarian. (laughs) You know, I immediately wanted to be like, ah, what's that about? That can't be true. And it's interesting to really go down that um, path, especially when it comes to dog sports, right? And um, especially when we have so many issues with you know, people, frenemies and toxic people or bullies or people who are in your camp one week and aren't in your camp the next week. And, you know, there's some drama, let's just say, in dog sports. And I don't think we're unique. I'm sure that exists in every sport. I'm sure um, it's everywhere, right? It's in the grocery stores. It's everywhere. It's in our lives. It's at work. It's everywhere. Um, But it had me really thinking, actually, at the beginning of this year, when I was creating my vision for 2022, as I do, my little habit is to do that at the beginning of the year, one thing I decided I wanted to do was I wanted to redo my friends. That sound awful? Um, It sounds really harsh when I put it that way. Um, But I took a look at the people I was spending time with And I decided that I needed to change it up and not in like a bad, like shedding way or like that feeling you get when you unfriend someone off of Facebook or block someone, you know, off of social media. It wasn't about blocking. It wasn't about removing people. It really was about adding people. Um, and it's interesting. I, I definitely, I had criteria about it. They had to have a sense of humor. Okay. Um, they had to have a sense of humor. Like that is a big thing. I think went by the wayside, maybe as a result of the pandemic, I don't know what the problem is, but I just feel like there aren't enough funny people in the world and I want to be around funny people and they needed to like be not necessarily supportive like in a one-way standpoint, but I wanted a a mutually supportive relationship, you know? So if they were in dogs, I wanted me to be supportive of what they were doing, them to be supportive of me, and, you know, to basically have my group of people around me be people who are cheering for me, right? Your friends should be happy for you when you win. Um, and I know that I guess this came up for me at the end of 21 when I found myself not wanting to share news with someone I thought of as a close friend or wanting to sort of couch it in a way or or um, reduce it, right? Re- reduce the, um, the excitement of it. I felt like I was having to make my accomplishments smaller so that that person wouldn't have a feeling about it. 
And I decided, well, this is dumb, (laughs) right? This is dumb. And so I made it a vision for myself and I made it a goal and I drew a little five little stick figures and I actually had some idea Um, I had some names that I put down. I didn't have five names. I didn't know who they were. I knew they would sort of come. But I also knew that if I were open to having new people come into my life and being open to that, that I would be on the lookout for that, right? We call it RAS, right? Your reticular activating system. That once you are sort of on the lookout for something, then you... You recognize it when it comes, you know, and so I wanted to really open myself up to that. So they had to have a sense of humor. We had to be mutually supportive. Um, I did want a friend that I could go do stuff with, right? Because again, isolation from the pandemic just sort of continued and didn't really fix that, right? Um, And I really, in terms of like the people I've added or become closer to, I don't yet have that person, right? I'm, I still don't have like a go to movie, go to dinner person. But some of that is a factor of my friends, like probably like a lot of yours are scattered around the country because I meet people um, because of dogs who live in different areas and so on and so forth. And so I just don't get to see them very often. Um, but it's funny, I'm sitting here, you know, in fall and looking at my progress to date of how I've done on my vision and my goals for the year, both in dogs, but also personally. And I'm like, oh, I've added some, some people and I've added some of these names on my list. And a matter of fact, I told one of the people that I'd had her on my list of people I wanted to get closer to. And it was a really weird thing to say, like, I don't know, like emotionally felt kind of vulnerable or corny or silly or something. And, uh, you know, come to find out it was super well received. Like, what would you think if someone said, Hey, I wanted to become friends this year and I'm glad we have. And you know, you'd probably be flattered. And so, um, anyway, it was taken really well. And, um, but I just want to have that conversation here because I think that we have to pay more attention to the people who are in our corner, the people we are surrounding ourselves with. Um, you know, those of you who are partnered up in some way, maybe that your significant other is one of those. Um, and then, you know, sometimes our significant other needs balance, you know, maybe they're really serious and you need more sense of humor in your life or something. So maybe, you know, one of the friends you want to add this year, uh, someone with a sense of humor. And I'm using the word friend, but it doesn't have to be a friend. You know, maybe you just want to call somebody else in that's like a mentor or you want to call somebody else in who's a new obedience instructor or a new agility instructor. You know, there's a lot of times that we outgrow our relationships in all kinds of really positive ways. And so maybe you've outgrown your current obedience instructor and it's time for someone new, or maybe you moved and you need to find somebody new. So calling in, if you think about your dog life as this, you know, collection of people who are going to be there to help you and to support you in your goals and what you want to accomplish, then you really have to almost curate what that looks like, right? If, if this were a job, if you were CEO of your life, which 
FYI, you are CEO of your life, you would hire well, right? You would hire to your company the people you needed to tackle different aspects of your life. Maybe you hire to your weakness, you know? Um, Maybe, you know, like I always, when I was in corporate, I would always make sure that I had somebody who was really good at like the analytics and research and that kind of stuff because I didn't like that part of it on my team. And so I made sure that that person was around. So when you look at like what you need in your dog life to be successful or what you need in your personal, your life life to be successful, fulfilled, happy, joyful, um, have fun, you know, you really need to be choosy about the people that you spend time with, whether that's the people you take lessons from, whether you say, you know what, I want to go figure out how to take a seminar from this person this year, and I'm willing to travel, you know, a day's drive to do it. Um, You know, that might be important to you. So I would love to encourage you to take a step back and look at your, I'm going to use the word ecosystem, your dog ecosystem, and think about what you need to be successful and what you have and what you're missing and what you need to go get. And maybe you don't know where, and I keep using the the example of a new obedience instructor, but maybe you don't know where to go get a new obedience instructor. So you're going to go to an obedience trial and you're going to watch some people or you're going to ask your friends or you're going to just, you know, put it out on Facebook or, you know, something like that where you need to call that in. Because as you look at your, your corporation, right, your dog company, um, your imaginary dog company that you are CEO of, you see that there is an opening (laughs) for a new obedience instructor, for instance, right? And so I think that we have to be a lot more proactive in who we you know, who we quote hire or who we have around us to support us on our journey. And many of you listening to this podcast have chosen to, you know, do that with your mindset, right? And you're like, you know what? I need to get better at mindset stuff. I'm going to go find, you know, that person or a friend of mine suggested or something like that because I need more information on mindset. And I'm going to devote maybe a a little more time to it or like as much time as I do to taking a lesson every week, I'm going to devote to mindset, right? Great. That's why you're here, right? To get better at that. Um, But the same is true with whatever sport you're playing. It's also true about your caretakers, right? Your vets, your chiros, your massage folks, um, you know, holistic versus conventional. I mean, some people say like, who's your vet? And I'm like, well, it depends, <laughs> right? Because it depends what I what I need. Do you need a repro specialist? Do you, you know, what do you need? And so when we step back and we really look at what's it going to take um, for me to achieve my goals this year, and do I have support? Again, they could be paid support. They don't have to be volunteers or friends. They could be paid support. Maybe you need grooming lessons or whatever. You Like I said, a seminar that you really want to take that's going to mean travel or something. Or you want to compete at a different level so you want to start pushing yourselves and going to different trials. You know, So when we look at our goals and when we look at the lives, the dog lives and our life lives you know, that we want to create, we have to look at what it's going to take to get there. And no matter how strong we are as individuals, no matter how independent we are, there is 
a support system, um, an ecosystem, as I said, that we need around us to help us accomplish that. And so when you look at your goals, if there's an area that you're struggling and you need help with, okay, that might be a, a really great place to start. Or that helps you sort of identify a starting point and now you go down a rabbit hole. Um, when I first started getting into dog sports, I like just fell into luck, right? And falling into a really great facility. But I did that because the at the place I was taking classes before, I said to them, I want to keep going. You know, I just, I mean, my first burner was like, an unruly pet who I just kept signing up for classes because I knew that he was going to get big and he was going to be obnoxious if this path kept going as it was going. And thankfully, because I was open, they were like, well, if you're willing to drive, go to this place. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll go check it out. You know, I didn't know better. And of course, down the rabbit hole, I went and my life was forever changed. But it was forever changed because I said to somebody like, I need the next step. I need more. I need help. I need a recommendation. I need to know what to do next. And thankfully, I said it to the right person who had a great recommendation. And now I'm in a place where I have multiple sports and, and instructors available to me all in one place. And But frankly, that place has truly changed my life. And so sometimes we need to be willing, willing, willing to make a change, easy for me to say, willing to make a change, but sometimes we just need to be willing to ask or just look at the list of things that we need to be successful, right? Or sometimes it's the things that we need to be like emotionally successful. You know, maybe it means trialing in different places um, to get closer to or farther away from certain environments or certain people, or, you know, maybe just you keep going to this one place, but you really don't like trialing there. Like stop, stop going there. Right. And so we need to look at the whole thing. So I do like to think of my dog life as an ecosystem. I, I really do take a, um, take a, a higher level view of it. And when I look at my goals for the year, I have to look at, well, do I have support that I need to accomplish that, right? So as I'm taking on, for instance, like I'm starting to get into herding again with my dog, I decided that I wanted a different herding instructor, right, this time and and wanted to and thought I had a dog that, that really had some potential. And of course, summer happened. And so that didn't happen for a little while, but I'm really excited about the experience that we're having with this new person. And um, so we have to be willing to look at our goals, think about the things that we really want, and then figure out, okay, where do I need support? Where is there a hole in my ecosystem? Um, do I need a new vet? Do I need a new rehab person? Do I need a new whatever, whatever it is, right? And a lot of times with our dog world, it's more transactional, right? We're not looking necessarily to become best friends with our, you know, rehab person or what have you. Um, but then when we switch it to our life life, it it really goes along the same lines. So think about what is it that you want to accomplish, you know, in your non-dog life, I'll say, if there is such a thing left for many of us. Um, you know, like for instance, if you wanted to buy a house, do you need a realtor? Do you need a finance person? Do you need a bank? Do you need to change something? Do you need, 
recommendations of where to live, right? Or something like that. We all need support and help. Okay. So that goes for goals. And then as I bring this all back around, are there different people that you want to be hanging out with because you've realized perhaps through paying attention to your mindset, um, that the energy of the people that you hang around is really impactful, right? Is really, truly impactful. And again, it doesn't mean some dramatic cutting off of old, but it might mean some stepping back from some one group of people and stepping toward another group of people. It's so funny to watch like on social media, people like talk about making friends as an adult, right? Because it's just such a different, it's just a different game, right? You just don't, you know, there's not a playground for us necessarily. I mean, dogs are sort of our playground. Um, you know, for us to walk up to somebody and be like, hey, can I go on the swings with you or something, right? It's just the, the dynamics are so different. So I think if you, we're all serious about having new friends or having new energies in our lives, then we have to really be open to how that might come in and how that could manifest. And then also be willing to make the effort, right? Um, it takes effort to make friendships, to maintain friendships, to keep friendships. Um, and so we have to be willing to put in that work also. So I just want to throw that out there this week about, you know, thinking about who we spend time with. And, and if you're not sure about, oh, is this group of people like the right group of people for me? You know, what are your conversations? Like what kind of conversations like are you having at trials? Um, do you have a group and all it is is like gossip and she did that and who did that and did you see and whatever, da, 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 da. Or do you have a group that is like, hey, do you need me to video for you? Like, I'll go grab your phone. I know where it is. Um, you know, where is your group of people? Who are your people? And have you outgrown some and you need some new ones? You're ready to level up. Look, if you're listening to this podcast, you're trying to level up right? We all are. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get better all the time. And so sometimes when getting better means, you know, getting better instructors or friends or support systems or just people who have our backs or are happy to see us succeed. You know, that's, that's another aspect of all of this. So, um, it's funny. I always like to send you into the weekend with something to work on, but I don't really want to send you into the weekend judging your friends. <laughs> that seems like really harsh and uncalled for. Um, but I do want you to maybe think about the people that you hang out with this weekend and think about, are you having the conversations you want to have? Are, are they the energy of the people that you want to be around? Um, do you need someone funnier in your life? Do you need a sense of humor? Do you want someone closer to home or a training partner or something? And really think about shaping and taking control of your people, right? Your CEO of your life, of your life life, your dog life, of it all. Who is it that you want at your table? And who are you willing to go to the mat for because you want them to go to the mat for you, right? So it is, you know, I think sometimes we fall into relationships unconsciously or we fall into relationships because at one time they were amazing and now they're not as amazing anymore. And that's okay, right? Again, it doesn't have to be some dramatic goodbye or some dramatic cutoff. It just has to be a moving toward 
the life you want. And the more you move your energy and your attention toward the life and the people that you want, the less time there'll be for people who uh, no longer uh, support your vision or your direction or where you're heading or your goals. Okay. So I do want to send you into the weekend with this sort of like rattling around in your brain, because I just want to make sure that you're always asking the question, like, are these the people I want to be spending time with? If I am an amalgamation of the people I spend time with, is, is this who I want to be personally? And so I will leave you with that for homework and to really think about it, but also to think about it really broadly in terms of like your personal life, your dog life, but also your dog ecosystem, which extends to like, you know, vets and uh, rehabs or, you know, chiropractic care, massage folks or, or what have you, you know, in the care world. All right. So take a look at your, your ecosystem, take a look at your list and think about like, are there new people you want to be calling into your, your friend list, your support team this year? And who might those be? And what might you do differently in support of your goals? Okay. Lots to unpack there. Lots to percolate on. I hope this helps um, because I know, you know, personally that the people who are around me are like either helping and they're like, you know, are holding my pom-poms or they're not. And um, we all deserve to have people with pom-poms, you know, cheering behind us uh, when we win. Okay. All right. That's it for this week. No matter what you are up to this weekend, I hope you have a great one with your dogs. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. I would love it if you found me on Instagram or Facebook at The Q Coach and let me know how it's going. I also offer a monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out the blog and other free content. And finally, be sure to share, subscribe, and leave a review as it helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.